0: Hi everyone. So I'm doing a random episode today, but it's, I've kind of planned it. Like I was writing down like ideas, um, as soon as they came to my mind, because I'll usually forget them right away. And then I looked at at my list and I was like, I don't know how to like, what episode to make of all of this stuff. So I'm just gonna make a random one, but it's still gonna be relatable, I hope. Um, And it was still kind of planned because I wrote shit down. So, yeah. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving if you're listening in real time. Um, And so I just have some stuff I want to talk about. And, yeah. So I'll start with the first thing on the list. And it's got to do with lessons in chemistry on Max, which just recently ended. I don't know if any of you... I don't like that they called him Max. They should stick with HBO, but whatever. Um, but I don't know if you've seen that, if any of you have seen that show, um, all I'm going to say is that show has some autistic characters in it. And I mean, the obvious ones are the mother and daughter, um, cause the daughter sounds like a little adult and I've met kids like that. And the character that plays like, what's her face? I don't even remember the name. Um, but the mother and the chemist, you know, she played pretty autistic too. Sometimes I like wonder, um, actually all the time I wonder if I see autistic characters or or what it seems to be autistic characters, I wonder if they were written to be autistic and it just wasn't like, I, like maybe they were written to be autistic, um, because maybe one of the writers or like whoever does the show <laughs> my words suck still um and don't listen too close but I don't know maybe like the writers they're autistic or something and they just incorporate it that way I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes but lessons in chemistry should not have been a mini series I would have kept watching that for many more seasons so but anyways that's just what I think about that um water hold on so people on the amazing race um at least the american version they don't say thank you enough like i don't know i just cringe every time they snatch like one of those um clues from somebody and they just turn right around and start running away without saying thank you like come on man these people They don't like being there for hours and hours waiting for everybody to, like, finish, too. But, you know, like, most of them don't say thank you. Is that normal? Because it doesn't seem normal to me. It seems really rude. Like, I get that, like, you're racing or whatever. But you still take breaks for camera interviews. So I don't understand. Um, You're not in that much of a rush, I guess. But whatever. I just think that, like people should say thank you more on that show even if you're in a hurry say thanks um let's see when I'm writing I don't know if I've mentioned this before um but like let's say I'm journaling it is hard to have only one word on a line does anybody like feel this way uh so I'll write a short paragraph in like I'll squeeze the last word on the same line if possible because one word on one line seems like a waste because that whole line isn't being used. Uh, Like if half of it was used, that's different. But yeah, it's hard to have only one word on a line. I don't like how that looks. And I would like to know if anybody else feels this way. Uh, Also the Britney Spears book. Oh my God. Have you guys like read and or listened to it? Well, I guess read or listen to it. I don't know if you would do both, but, um, I'm bringing this up because I have to admit that I was of the people back in the day who thought she was crazy. I do regret that now. Um, I was young, I was ignorant and I really just had no awareness. So I, if I heard a bunch of people saying the same thing about something like this, like the when she shaved her head. Um, I don't know. They were saying that she was like crazy and I believed it too. And that was so wrong because she got with somebody like Kevin Federline. Who the fuck wants to see him? Like you can't take them seriously, especially him. But now uh, a couple, a year or two ago when right before she got off of that thing. Sorry about the the words, but my memory doesn't... What was it? Like the contract thing where like her dad oversees her and she has like limited privileges. And when that came back up like a year or two ago, I started paying attention and Hulu had like a documentary. Other places had documentaries on it. And I was like, what? That's why she did that? And I just felt so bad that I thought thought that about her like she actually um I actually think she's autistic um not based on like Michelle Williams um version when she does the audiobook but just in general like the wording the things that she talks about all the stuff that she's kept hidden from the public the thing about like Justin Timberlake and him not wanting a baby I don't know if that's been out before but that was new to me and I was like that fucking dick I like his music, but I don't listen to it anymore because he's a dick or was. I don't know what he's doing now, but uh, I felt so bad for her. I can't even imagine being in a situation like that where you're a grown ass adult and you're told what you can and can't do. And other people have fucking access of your money and come to find out she had reasons for what she did in the past. Um, And she explains them all in the book. And it makes total sense to me. And so I need to stop, like, just, I, get, I mean, I'm getting better with, like, not, not just kind of going with what everybody else is saying. Because I realize that there's a lot of, like, false information out there about all kinds of stuff. And so I really think she's autistic uh, just based on what she says about, like, secluding herself, not knowing what to do in different situations. Um, and I, I see her in a totally different light now. So, I encourage any of you out there if you have the same kind of feelings that I did about her previously, just like read her book. Um, this shouldn't have happened to her, and I feel really bad about it. But I'm glad that she's free. Um, moving right along to okay. So I just finished a book, uh, that I edited about shamanism. I'm not intending to uh offend anybody out there that's not my intention I just need to understand this better and so I read the book and it was like the best book of all the other ones I've done on it because the lady wrote clearly concisely it didn't scream like you know like they weren't lies I mean I don't know how to describe it she just wrote really well it didn't sound kooky So, that's how I can say it. It did not sound kooky like some of the other ones do. So, based on the way it was written, um, I was starting to think about different things that she was talking about, and she was mostly talking, it was a book about journeying, like the (laughs) shaman, sorry, shamanism journeys, um, that's what she talks about, like the ones that she's been on, what she does, and then there's this talk of crystals, having her animals, going to different like times like periods of time I don't know like is that real and the reason I'm asking is because I don't understand if I have a hard time making sense of something I don't understand and it may be years that I don't understand something before like I try to revisit it so I have a hard time just understanding what that's all about like Is this dreams that she's having? Because she wrote like she literally was going to these places. She knew the dialogue. She had specific stories um, about crystals and stuff like that. So I don't know. She seemed like she knew what she was talking about, but I couldn't figure it out in my mind. Is that real? Because this is the first non-kooky book I've read about like a subject like that. And so it made me question like, maybe is it real? because this lady sounds normal, but I don't understand how this is possible. Like, do you go to these other places in your mind? Do you, Can you really retrieve like souls or something? The only thing I know of shamanism before that book was a Xena warrior princess episode that they did. I don't remember. It was maybe season four. It was years ago. I saw that. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know why I still remember it, but that's all I know of shamanism, and it seemed strange when I watched it. Like they all drank this thing, lay down, and then just flew off into another land. I don't know. I mean, I'm spiritual, I'm definitely open minded. I would like to learn more about the subject, but I just I don't understand it. And this book should have made me understand it, and I don't. Um so if anybody out there practices shamanism or is a shaman shamanism shaman shaman yep sorry if somebody out there is a shaman can you please like would you mind like briefly explaining some things to me or like maybe sending me some links to articles or whatever so I can understand more about it um yes thank you next thing oh my god if you listen to the episode where I bitched about not being able to go to see Alanis Morissette when I was a teenager And how I've never let that go. Even though I don't talk to my mother anymore. I have never let that go. That was so... I would describe that as a child. I just remember feeling despair. And because she was a special interest. I had like... It's embarrassing now. But I had like made an entire binder. Dedicated to her. With articles from magazines. All kinds of stuff. Um... And so, and her music was awesome. I connected with it even at that young age. And so, I asked my mother to take me. She, she, she could have, but she chose not to. And I haven't had the opportunity to be anywhere where she, where I can get to see her live. So a few days ago, Alicia uh, asks me to come out to her room um, or the living room, whatever and she bought tickets she was getting ready to buy tickets for an Alanis Morissette show in July of next year and bonus Joan Jett is there too I love her oh my god I have always wanted to see her live so it's like two for the price of one um or maybe they really I don't know how that works but anyways she wanted to like let me look at the seating because, like, this was in real time and it, the seats were growing quick, so they must have just released. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, do you know how much that means to me? And it's not even a guarantee that, like, nothing's a guarantee, but I have bought tickets for shows months in advance and I've never had one canceled on me, but I know what happens. And so I'm going to just be hopeful and expect that this is going to happen. And if it doesn't, I'm going to figure out what the fuck I can do to make it happen. (laughs) But um, there was one last set of seats. There was two and one was an aisle seat. And we really had to search for that. And it was off onto the side, kind of like in the middle. There's like going to be 10,000 people there. So I think I I don't know how I feel about that, but I don't think I'll care. Um, Because I'm there to see her and Joan Jett um which I should be seeing Joan Jett first she's probably the opener but I don't know or they're maybe they're performing together I don't fucking know but I don't care but I get to see her next year and Alicia found me the last aisle seat because the tickets were just going really quick and she's like do you want to be off on the side like that like maybe you won't see her as well as you would like to and I was just like you know every every place like that has screens up so that even the people in the back can see what's going on i just need to be in that that building and hear the music like i will still be able to see it it won't be front row or anything like that um or in the middle but i don't even fucking care like i could still see her i can see the screens i have an aisle seat the last one that she found because you guys know i don't like to sit next to some stranger um and it wasn't cheap but it was cheaper than the other ones that were like more toward the center or whatever um but i was just floored because i oh my god i am so excited all my dreams are going to come true now (laughs) uh and what's going on with my eye i mentioned that last time right about the blurriness so I worked myself up to calling the ophthalmologist. So I'm going off of hold on I need some water. So I need um I don't know what I was gonna get get ready to say, but oh I do. Uh, I needed to work myself up to motivating myself to make that phone call because I recently realized, I mean, I kind of knew this already and I may have mentioned it before, but like I literally can't do more than one phone call to a stranger in one day. I can talk to Alicia and Laura and also somebody else because I know Alicia and Laura, but um, I can't make more than one phone call a day for for anything Unless it was, like, it had to do with, like, my surgery. I think I did last year for that. Excuse me. Um, I think I did last year for that. Uh Uh-oh, I'm getting... Hold on. Man, why do you guys still listen to me? I'm so sorry. It sounds like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But anyways, so Alicia had come home from work. She's like, did you call yet? And I was like, well, you just said to call today. You didn't say when I had to call. So my plan was just to wait until they closed at 4... And then call a few minutes later and leave a voicemail. So I don't have to talk to anybody until they call back. I don't know. I, that seems normal to me in my mind. And so she, and it was like, I don't know, noon. Cause it was one of her earlier days that she got off work. And, um, she's like, she was back here in my room and she's like, would you like me to sit with you while you make that phone call? And normally that would make me more anxious. But actually, that time, it made me feel like way better about it. Because I know that like, if I get asked questions by a doctor, I can't immediately think of the answers sometimes. And she can spew them off right away. So it's helpful to have her there. But anyways, I called and it ended up that maybe they were at lunch or something. I don't know. But I left a voicemail. I had written down bullet points. To make sure I didn't forget anything, but I still forgot something. And, you know, I'm doing this because Laura told me, and I'm not bashing on her, but she did tell me that when she saw her an eye doctor, she didn't have to make a referral because they treated eye issues very, very seriously and could get people in the same day or the next day. And I'm sure there's places that do that because um, she said she did not need a a referral so I went on that information even though I felt that it was wrong information because I've always had to get referrals to special places or whatever I don't know do you know what do you know what I mean by special places um like for surgeries and stuff or whatever I don't know um so I left the voicemail and I was feeling anxious just doing that and so I was like stumbling over my words Oh my God. And then I was too far in to the voicemail to just like stop. So I just kept going. It was like no longer than a minute. And then I hung up and I looked at Alicia. I was like, did that make sense at all? (laughs) And she says, well, um, you didn't have to like, did you have to say all of that? And I was like, yes, it said on the voicemail to leave a brief summary of what's going on with you. That's what I did. It was within a minute. That seems like an appropriate time, uh, amount of time for a voicemail. Um, so a few hours later, um, Alicia's like, I don't know where she's at. She's not in the house, but I get a call back from the receptionist and she thought it was weird that I wanted to see the specific doctor that works there because he works. There's so many other ones there too. And I was like, okay i don't think that's weird because people request people all the time so i just want to see him but um i got the sense that like i couldn't get in to see them so i was like do you guys need a referral and she's like uh yeah i felt so embarrassed like of course i know that i know this i've always done this but laura said that for eyes it was like quicker And so I guess it's not. So I have to get my doctor to send a referral over, which means I'm going to have to meet in person with my doctor to get, because I need to just have an updated appointment. I haven't been in a while. Um, And I don't know this doctor because she replaced the other one I had and I want to get a new doctor and I think I will. That's, that's in the same place that Alicia goes to because it's closer to home. It's not in the city. Um, and she encouraged me to like call and see if they were taking patients. I was like, you know, like most doctors have a waiting list and I don't want to be on a waiting list. Um, cause that's going to take forever. And even if I could get in right away, the first appointment would be the initial assessment. Then I had, that w- I would have to leave and reschedule a different appointment for like i don't know my eye stuff or whatever oh no this is with a doctor with like blood work and i don't know am i making sense um so yeah i'll call to get a new doctor after this is over but i don't want to just have to i'll do those appointments like i'd rather make an appointment with a doctor for the first time and just have that be the only appointment i have to go to see them for like months if if that makes sense. So I'm just gonna stick with the VA to get through this eye shit. You guys are going on the journey with me too. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you on the journey and keep you up to date. Um but yeah. So now I have to go onto the the VA portal and draft up like a formal kind of letter with all the specifics, which is gonna take me at least an hour. And then I'm going to message them. And if I'm honest, I hope I don't hear back until, like, next Monday. Because <laughs> I have a lot of shit to do. I can still see, um, like, I'm not walking into walls or anything like that. But, like, I, like, am so anxious about meeting with people. And I might have to go to this one in person because it's not far from where we live. So there's no excuse Plus, like, Alicia will be at work, and, you know, she's got a lot of stuff to do there, so I can't have her go with me on every appointment. But she pointed out the fact that they were in the same place I did physical therapy when uh, my finger broke. So, and I've already been to that place before, or that area, so I know where to go. I don't know if I should have said all that, but whatever. And then, the last thing I have is that, you know, the controversy between, like, you know, somebody... Like, those people in the news who all of a sudden somebody comes forward and says they did something, like assault them in some way. Um, mostly it seems to be, like, men that are coming to the forefront, but I know women do shady shit, too. Or non-binary people, too. Um, what was I saying? Oh, man, I really should not put this episode out. I feel like my content's getting worse, but kind of not. I don't know um yeah so the people who get like hauled out like i was assaulted like 10 years ago or whatever you know the controversy between watching tv shows or movies with like people like that in them or going to anti-gay places um like hobby lobby and listening to an artist's music versus like do i still do those things so you know like Michael Jackson, that whole thing came out. And then people were like, you shouldn't listen to the music anymore, even though he's dead. Um, was he dead at the time? I don't know. Maybe I'll go with. Oh, do did you guys watch that Netflix show? What was called The Ranch? It had what's his face in it <laughs> from that 70s show. And um, the dude, what's his name? Uh, with the curly hair I think you guys know what I'm talking about he came from that show both of them did well okay I'm just going to I can't re-record this I'm so sorry I'm like not sounding like normal this is kind of what I'm figuring out I sound like uh this when I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I've been feeling really overwhelmed for a few days now with all the stuff I have going on, all the work I have going on, um, just different things keep popping up and it's been so hard to deal with them because it's one thing after another. And you know that we usually can only focus on one thing at a time and that if more things pop up that need our attention, it, feel, it makes us feel overwhelmed. And so when I feel that overwhelmed, my talking is, like, disjointed, um, I have, like, brain fog, which is still seems to be going on, so that's why lately I've been sounding like, woo-woo, but, uh, I wanted to explain that, because I know my other episodes don't really sound, like, I feel like this sounds kind of all over the place, and I always hope it makes sense, um, but, I'm feeling less overwhelmed today because Alicia t- helped me with a couple of things and now I don't have to worry about those anymore. So I feel a little bit better today. But anyways, so the controversy between like the, you know, that dude from The Ranch um, on Netflix and do you still watch the shows that he's in? Like, would you ever go back to watch that 70s show? Would you continue watching The Ranch with... The other guy that's pretty famous, I don't I don't remember his name, and I should because everybody knows him, but it's like, do you still watch that show, or do you still listen to music from somebody who's been accused and or, I, I should just say found guilty, because I usually just wait to see if they're found guilty before I make a final decision on do I continue doing this or not. Um, because I do believe that even though there's so much information that comes up pointing to a person's, um, like not like they're guilty or whatever, like you can't just ignore that. Um, so like for Michael Jackson, he's dead now, but you know that, and people would get I saw like shows like um, news shows showing clips of other things happening and people were literally like you can't watch this anymore or you can't listen to this anymore or you can't go to that place anymore because that person is terrible and I used to agree with that like if you do something shitty and you're found guilty for it I'm done with you however I have reframed that into that's not quite fair because I've encountered this recently with The Night Before Christmas, you know the thing with like Danny Elfman that's been popping up. Um I'm like, "No, that is my favorite fucking movie." And so I thought about it and I'm like, you know, that movie has done so many things for me. The music has. It's like a tradition. I watch it every year at Halloween. Can I give that up um even if he's found guilty or whatever? I don't know if he has been yet or I think it's I don't know what's going on with that but it got brought up recently and everybody was surprised about it and I was like do I stop watching the movie and listening to the music and then I thought back to how like stuff like that like helps me in so many ways I don't know it gives me something to look forward to um it's exciting to watch every single time even though I've watched it every year For years, I still find something new that I don't remember from before, which is so weird to me because I've watched that movie so many times. Um, But I'm not going to stop watching it or listening to the music because it makes me feel really good. And Danny Elfman isn't the only person that was involved with the music. Um, Like, maybe on a couple of songs or whatever, but like he still had help making them and arranging them and stuff. So... I don't want to stop watching, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's a personal choice. You can't just tell people not to do something, because that's their choice, and I don't think there's anything wrong if anybody wants to listen to Michael Jackson music, um, even with his whole controversy. I don't care if anybody wants to go to Hobby Lobby or Chick-fil-A, because those places don't like the gays, but, well, I think one of them says they do now but I don't believe them and so I I now understand that this is a personal choice and nobody should be getting like called out on whatever choice they make it's nobody's nobody else else's business unless the person wishes to share or something if they're having a conversation about it but do what you want to do because um maybe that person who was on on a show for many years and you've watched that show like you watch it all the time back to back to back you just can't get enough of it or you binge it every so often whatever you know like if you like it and it makes you feel good and it does something beneficial for you because I don't agree with people who say that um watching tv is like junk it's not it depends on what you watch like I like to watch educational things too so I can learn something every day um but nobody should be made to feel bad about still watching somebody's show or listening to their music if they have been um in controversial situations people come come forward and accuse them of doing things they get convicted of it um that's a personal choice because we're all individuals and we all have our thing that does that thing for us, you know what I mean, and Nightmare Before Christmas is one of those, and I legit will not give it up, because it's just, it seems like an autistic movie to me, I don't know, um, but Tim, well, because Tim Burton's autistic, so, but that's not why I like it, I just like it, because anybody out there who who's watched Nightmare Before Christmas and likes it, you know why I like it, because my words are starting to go away now, but yeah, I just felt the need to, like, say that because there's some things that I'm learning about myself recently that um, I'm still black and white on. And I'm black and white on everything, but some things I don't have to be, and I'm reali- realizing that now, um, if that makes sense. So yeah, I just wanted to say, not that I'm like the authority or anything, but like anybody out there who's struggling with like making a decision to do or not to do, go with your gut. And if you want to keep doing a thing, despite the person being convicted or whatever the situation is, do it. You know, it's your choice. And that thing makes you feel good, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, like I thought, I'd come a long way in therapy, and in some ways, I have, and in some ways, I have a long way to go. So I need to just keep revisiting those those things and processing through them, and blah blah blah. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up. Okay, I gotta go. Cause please, please keep listening to me. I promise I'll sound better in the future. I just uh, I don't know when that will be. Um, is you can probably hear my words are like. So if you're still listening, of course, I appreciate it. I hope that you were able to relate in any way. And I always love the emails about anybody who says they can relate. And also anybody that provides me with information about something I'm I'm unclear of. Because, yeah, I got to go now. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.